Hello, and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. I'm Tom Short, so glad to have you along today on this Monday, May 10th, as we continue in the Word of God for our time of Daily Word and Prayer. So glad to have you because we believe that the Word of God transforms our lives. So if you're here for the first time today, a special welcome, but also a special welcome to those who come back day after day and are allowing the seed of God's Word to find good soil in us and to sprout and to grow and to transform us from the inside out. So glad to have you along. We're beginning this week, we're going to spend all week looking at one of my favorite verses and one of the verses that has shaped my life my devotional life, my prayer life, my understanding of the Christian life. And this is found in Matthew chapter 22. And this is uh, shortly before Jesus. This is in his last week, Holy Week, shortly before his crucifixion. He's having quite a bit of conflict with the Sadducees and the Pharisees. And we'll pick it up in Matthew chapter 22 and beginning with verse 34. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, They gathered themselves together. One of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him. Teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? And he said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. And so this thought, this teaching, that these two commandments really contain all of the law, all of what requires God requires of us. It's pretty significant to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and in the book of Mark adds strength, and to love our neighbor as ourself. It's interesting to note that many people think that the you know Jesus His primary teaching was to love one another. That's certainly a significant teaching in the life of Christ. But the first and most important commandment is that we love God. And indeed, our love for one another should be an outflow of our love for God. And those who don't love God, because this is what modern humanism teaches. This is what a lot of people in in modern-day secularism teach. Well, let's love one another. They don't love God. They don't include God. And in reality, they have great difficulty. Their hopes for utopia don't get realized. They have great difficulty really loving one another when it gets difficult and when it gets tough. Unlike those that when we have the love of God flowing through us, that's when when it just begins, when when it begins tough. We call it unconditional love. I want to talk this morning briefly as we introduce this about the concept of a relationship with God. You know, people often will say uh, Christianity is not about religion, it's about relationship. That's true, but it's all, that statement's always troubled me for a little bit of a reason. One reason, a couple reasons, but one reason is that the word relationship isn't in the Bible. Nowhere does the Bible say we have a relationship with God. Now, it certainly we, we do, and it talks about reconciliation, and we, we so forth, as it, as, which is the concept of relationship. However, what the Bible talks about doesn't use that, and I'm, I'm always nervous about building a big theology or major themes or major um, paradigm shifts when, with a word that's not in the Scripture itself. So the word I prefer using is the word love. 
what, what is Christian is love. God loves us, and he calls us to love him. And so maybe to say a love relationship, that's good as well. But the problem with the word relationship is that today relationships are so messed up and so confused and so out of kilter and so ungodly, the relationships. So many relationships don't involve commitment. So many relationships have no structure of, of who's of an authority involved here, and God certainly is our authority. And so sometimes words, words do matter, and we want them to be clear. What God calls us to do is to love him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. He loves us, and we are to love him in return. But what does this love look like? You see, again, again, the word love can be, mean so many things to so many people. It can be so confusing, so fuzzy. So what does the word love mean? I go by a personal definition of love is simply a commitment on my part to sacrifice of myself for the well-being of another. Love is to choose to put another person ahead of myself. Love is the opposite of selfishness. Where selfishness is all about me, love, I make it about someone else. The greatest act of love, you know, many of us think of love as an emotion, but the greatest act of love um, was Jesus Christ on the cross. And I doubt that felt good when he was up there. I doubt he had all these warm fuzzies as he was on the cross. I doubt that, you know, he was, had felt tingly all over or whatever. No, the greatest act of love in the history of the world was painful, difficult, hard, sacrificial. And yet he went to the cross, committed to our salvation, committed to our well-being. He did it for the joy set before him, not for the joy he was experiencing at the moment. And likewise in our lives, love, real love for God, sometimes, often it requires us to make tough decisions, hard decisions, difficult decisions, painful decisions to follow him because we are choosing to put him ahead of ourselves. And we still have this flesh what the Bible calls a flesh or the sinful nature, a desire to put ourselves first, a desire to do what we want, a desire to look out for number one being me. And when we do that and when we love God, there's this conflict that we choose to put him ahead of ourselves. And so this is love. Can it have emotion? Uh, is, it, is, it, is it an emotional warm feeling? It might include that, but lots of times it's not. We're called to love God. How do we know if we love God? Well, Jesus said, he, you know we love him if we obey him. John 14, verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. John 14, 21, he who has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who, love, and he who loves me shall be loved by my Father, and I will love him and will disclose myself to him. 1 John chapter 2, verses 4 and 5 tell us, the one who says, I love God, but does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. And so we see that the, the test of love for God is not feelings. The test for do I love God is not do I go to a Christian concert and raise my hands and feel excitement or feel something. Nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, it's a wonderful thing to do. But the test, <clears throat> the test of whether or not we love God is our obedience. And the test of whether or not we're obedient are the difficult times, the times when we would rather not do what the Word says. 
And so this week we'll be talking about this. And uh, we're in this series, The Commands of Christ. And because this verse is so important, we're going to spend the entire week uh, on loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. There are four areas here. Our heart is our innermost being, what we, the truly deep who we are. And so we'll be talking about how do, we, how do we love God from our innermost being, our heart. Our soul is our emotions, our will, our feelings. How do we learn to love God with our will and our emotions? Our mind, our intellect, our rational thinking, our rational capacities, that we want to love God with all of our mind. And then our strength, physically. How do we love God with the strength he provides? So this will be our focus this week. I hope you do invite, around, invite friends to join us because this is so important. When the Bible talks about what, what, what is this relationship to look like, two things, faith and love. We have faith or trust in God. We believe God. We believe God. We have trust in God, and we love God, demonstrated by obedience. Both faith and love are not static. They're not just feelings. They're actions. They're things we do. You can tell if a person loves God by what they do. You can tell if a person believes God by what they do, not just by what they say and not just by some feeling they claim. And so this will be our focus this week, and I hope you invite people along. Meanwhile, let's go ahead and pray. Father in heaven, we give you praise today that we can have this love relationship with you. We know, Lord, that you laid down your life for us, you have demonstrated your love for us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You came, and you served your disciples, you washed their feet. Most importantly, you laid your life down on the cross. Jesus, we know that was a tough thing to do. It did not feel good. You didn't have the warm fuzzies over it. Jesus, you, you sacrificed. You experienced pain. You denied yourself, took up your cross, and you went to the cross you endured the cross for the joy set before you. And we thank you. That joy set before us was not only exaltation to the right hand of the Father, but it was us, that you wanted us to be there with you. You wanted us to be the, the jewels in your crown. You wanted us to be the, the trophies of your grace. Thank you this morning that this is who we are. I pray today that we would be people who respond in love, that we would love because you first loved us. I ask, O oh God, you would deepen our love for you. I pray, like the old hymn, more love to thee, O Christ, more love to thee. Hear now the prayer I make on bended knee. This is my earnest plea. More love, O Christ, to thee. More love to thee. More love to thee. I pray, Father, for each one of us, for me and each one of us, that from the depths of our heart, with all of our soul, all of our mind, all of our strength, we would love our God. We would love our God. We'd be grateful. We'd be genuine. We'd be lovers of God. I pray we'd be known for that. I pray, Lord, that people would say of us, my, how he loved his God. And I pray we'd be like that. Jesus, we're grateful. Our heart overflows with thankfulness. Today, we Pray that in every circumstance, we would not be ashamed of you. We would not be embarrassed by you. Lord, so many in the world are. So many in the world would mock faith in God because it, it denies denial of self. 
It's putting someone else first and someone that we can't even see. But though we don't see you, we love you. We praise you. We know you're there. And for this, we're grateful today. So, Father, this is our prayer this week. We give you this week. We pray this would be the week that each one of us will grow in our love for God. Help us to realize when tests come that humble us, when times come that that refine us of selfish of selfish motives and pride, that uh, you're responding to our prayers, that we would be more godly, God-loving people. Be with us today, we pray, in all that we do, wherever we go, might we shine the light of Christ, be filled with the joy of the Lord, walk in your victory, experience your closeness. We pray these things. Help us through our trials today, Lord. Times come that we don't understand what's going on. Give us that childlike faith to trust in you and to simply be loyal and faithful no matter what comes. We bless you, love you, and we thank you for this gathering, for our time together. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you for joining me today and being along. This is going to be a good good week. Uh, I've said before that Throughout my life, in my personal devotional times of prayer and commitment to the Lord, I have ordered some, much of my prayer life along these lines, praying for my heart, for my soul, for my mind, and my strength, and verses and ideas that relate to each one of these things. And, and I think that the, if I've, I've, pray, I've probably prayed over this verse more than any other verse, and I don't know, maybe, maybe more than most other verses combined. And so I think this is going to be a great week, and I pray it'll be a great week for you. Make sure you invite people. It's going to be special. Invite them to join us day in and day out, this week in particular, as we learn and grow in our love for God as we're in the Word of God every day. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.